Welcome back to Reel It In. This week, we are discussing The Mandalorian. Dun, 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 but first, I must... Dun, 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 dun. What did what is happening here? Enough! But if this is people If this is people's first episode, they they originally are just like, oh, one person's on it, and all of a sudden like random music happens in the background. They're like, wait a minute, what's going on? I have to introduce uh-huh. me co-hosts. Uh-huh. You're Anthony. <laughs> Who am I? <laughs> Who am I? This, uh, is, this is great. To my left. He's <laughs> Andrew. Across from me. Kevin. And to my right. Ben. Hmm. And then now you can go back. Why does your sound like Lord of the Rings? Because it is. All right. So I want to, before we jump into... What we've been watching this week, uh-huh. I want to bring back a little bit of an old classic of uh, Anthony's question of the week, Ooh. which almost never has anything to do with uh, film. It just <laughs> uh, random questions happen to pop my head. Mm-hmm. And I just mm-hmm. need other people to confirm that I'm not absolutely insane with my uh, thought processes. Mm-hmm. You are. So, we don't know that. You haven't heard my question. See, you got to watch the whole movie, Ben, before you know it's cr- <laughs> the worst movie of all time. It's he's, one, he's seen enough of it's your one life to know. <laughs> big lasagna. Oh, one big lasagna. Oh, no. Here we go. Now we're, just, now we're diving we're deep. Done. All we're right. Done. So my question came because I was thinking about the, the era of which we live and just like, obviously, pandemic and storming capitals and people being idiots uh, aside it's mm-hmm. it, like technology and everything else it's it's pretty great era to be alive like being able to talk about video games and movies and just not something you would be able to do if you lived in you know 1300 or what have you mm-hmm. so my question to you guys is here are the here's the parameters of the question you get to live for a hundred years uh-huh. okay nothing can kill you you're invincible but for all intents and purposes, you have to live a normal life, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't want to throw... I, the question is, is if you can live for 100 years, what time period would you want to live from? Like, would you want to live from 1588 to 1688, just because of experiences? <laughs> or do, I'm just... I'm trying to figure out, like, what has been, like, the best time... 1921 to 2021. Oh, you just want to die in 2021? <laughs> wow. Well, no, I mean, if... I mean, if we're going with that, then 1992 to 2092. Oh yeah, you can mm. you can yeah. go to the future yeah. if you want. That's, I'm just wondering, like, I'm just like I'm trying I, to think: is there the, a better era the than there era is? The right era we now? are living in is the best we could live in. in okay. My opinion. So then, what about you, Kevin? What do you think? Oh is, my gosh! Is, is that something you would agree with? Do any of you would any of you go like further back or? Well, okay, because you said that three thousand. You can't die. No, you, you. It just you get the guaranteed one hundred years. Do you, do you not get sick either? No, you would experience sickness oh. and everything else that's involved. I was gonna say because modern medicine is uh, and something I would miss. If modern I lived. plumbing. No, I. Eh. No, <laughs> he's modern, like give or take. He's like the woods hygienics. is pretty good. Yeah, hygiene. <laughs> hy- hygiene. I don't know that there is a. a I'm thinking of a century I'd rather live because, uh, like, spending a day maybe. But like no, living I, living a hundred years, so it's just like so. Then is what would have been like the best year to be born for right now? 
right? Because I feel if you're if you're born in the 1960s or 1970s, you had to mm-hmm. deal with some other different stuff. Like I feel like the best. Maybe I'm biased in this, but I feel like being born from like 1982 to like 1995 is such a great time period to be born because mm-hmm. you are exposed to the before times, quote unquote, and right. now this after time. Like you got that experience of Dialogue. Walkmans and VHSs and like all this stuff where you had to work for that type of technology and the mm-hmm. introductory technology. Like how many of us have seen Atari or have played an Atari or mm-hmm. the, you know, Super NES and like and we've had these experiences up through even if we were born a little bit after some of them came out they were just a part of our childhood type of like i had a walkman growing up and that wasn't a huge thing in the 90s but now being an adult in 2021 now i get to experience you know the advancement of computers and Mm -hmm. phones and i'm just like that's kind of where the question stemmed from of like was i born like in the perfect time so to speak as far as like I would like, think 70s, just because you could experience the 80s cognizantly. You, like, so you would like, like you like would want to experience all of the 80s. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, potentially, the mid... If I was born in the mid-50s, then, like, I'd be able to experience 90% of the music I listen to live. Mm. Oh, yeah, because, that's a good... Like, I'm never going to be able to see Led Zeppelin... Mm-hmm. Well, I did see Black Sabbath. I have seen Rush. So may- okay, maybe not. But <laughs> also being able to see, uh, live yeah, but through- you get you get to see them in like their glory days. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and those are your people though. That's the thing is like imagine being in your the prime of your life and being around other people in the prime of their life, experiencing Rush right. or Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Like that would just be a not, different. Not just Cody. The- <laughs> <laughs> I was good. The other thing tying it into the the thing this week is being able to experience Star Wars when it came out oh, would have yeah, been yeah, yeah. very cool. Yeah. Like the oh how, that how, that would have been because yeah. my mom was like yeah when it came out it was crazy yeah obviously but um you were going to say three thousand to three thirty yeah, just way in the future way in the future. If we have a future. Yeah, I was yeah. like, do you think humanity will last that Ben's long? The, yeah, I Ben's think that's the only the, one here. That's Ben's the, the only one years. I'll be there for a year. Yeah, he's, he, it's guaranteed years. you get it for 100, 100 years. He just said said nothingness. Mm-hmm. We, because I don't know if you guys agree with this, just because speaking of eras, it's just I don't feel like if someone is born from 1990 to 1999, they're a 90s baby, right? Mm-hmm. My, th- my theory is, I, is like almost like 80. 485 to 94 95 that's almost that 90s baby because mm-hmm. they they have actual like like you bring up in cognizant remembrance of yeah. said era yeah you have to be able to experience it like if i was born in the mid 90s i wouldn't have experienced power rangers or you would have yeah you like everything you would well, experience <laughs> is like like you know early 2000s my sister experienced power rangers and she was born in 93 94. Oh, really? Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Oh, okay. Oh, 93, 94. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Nin- That's what I'm saying. It's like, it's like, yeah. 90, it's the, the she ex- five. She experienced, like 85 she experienced to the later. I was going to say Rangers. Turbo doesn't count. I ex- We experienced <laughs> Mighty Morphin. Fair. Because, I mean, and then there's like the 90s Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the, the CW and X Men, Spider Man, Beast Wars. 
Beast Wars. Really which, which, speaking of, have any of you guys looked into Paramount Plus? No. I have it. Oh, Ben has it. Because I had, uh, what was it before? CBS. I had CBS All Access. Oh. That turned into Paramount Plus. Okay, that's, okay, that's weird because I went to sign up for, to try it for a free month and it's like, you already have an email signed up. I was like, no, I don't. I've never tried to sign up for Paramount <laughs> Plus. But CBS, that's different. Oh. But they have like all the 90s Nickelodeon. They have like Angry Beavers, oh, Cat Dog, really? Kablam, it's all that. Kablam. Owns yeah. Nickelodeon. Dude, Kablam is my favorite 90s <laughs> era Kablam, yeah. uh, cartoon. It was really good. But anyways, what have you been watching, Andrew? Um, This week on Andrew's <laughs> Amazing Anime Adventures. Please! <laughs> uh, I watched a lot, but I think my favorite was um, one called Glipnir, uh, and it's a like horror. Did you just speak a different language? I feel like I do whenever it's I. It's Andrew's anime corner. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, and it's about this kid who like turns into a like a uh, like a mascot. <sighs> costume thing like a school like a high school's mascot school it's mascot. more more like a chuck e cheese looking mascot thing and he's like freddie fazbear yeah he like it's a it's like a curse he's he has on him um that causes like, him to get like enhanced strength and but he looks course, like terrifying of course uh and he opens up and like people can climb inside him and like he fights better with people Inside of him, I fight better with people inside me. Yeah, me, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. And what? so, like, it's it's him, it's him and this girl trying to figure out what's going on. There's She's this alien, of him. yeah. And there's this alien uh, who is like dis like he's bestowing these powers on these people, these curses, and like the kid doesn't remember ever doing that. And so it's like him trying to figure out who did this to him, and they have to like collect these coins. For the alien. How oh, sweet coins. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's really good. It's really, yeah, it's very dark. And what's it called? Gli- I think it's Gleipnir. It's Gleipnir. G L E I P N I R. Sounds like the Gl- name of a Pokemon. Gleipnir? Or a slur. Gleipnir? You Gleipnir. Would you yeah, call Something like that. I think you're, you may be. Yeah. But. And that was so. That was the best one. I just, and then, how do you find these, man? Like that's the that's the most Eureka impressive. Seven, Eureka Seven was <laughs> pretty good. Fire Force. I was telling P, uh, AJ about, uh, which is like a dystopia where people randomly internally combust and turn into these in- infernal beings. And so there's firefighters, and the firefighters have like special abilities. Um, and that one's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Love is War, which is like a high school romantic. No, comedy. that was a movie with um, Reese Witherspoon and <laughs> oh, uh, what it was it? Tom Hardy, Chris, Chris Tom Pine, Hardy, and Chris Chris Pratt, Chris, Chris not Chris, Chris Pratt, uh, Chris Pine. I thought Chris Pine or was yeah. it? Okay, oh yeah. Chris Pine, yeah, back yeah, yeah. in the late two thousand. Also, yeah. Joe Hill's last book he wrote was called Fire, I think Firefighter or something, and it was kind of like that. like a disease that people would just combust. Okay. Nice. Like Iron Man 3. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of like that, except they live as like, like they're infernal beings except after. It's, it's the so, except it's done well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, you didn't like Iron Man 3? <laughs> no. 
and then that's all I will talk about because all the other stuff was kind of mediocre. Have you watched anything non-anime? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I watched the two episodes of Falcon and Winter Soldier. There we Soldier, go. Um, which I think the first episode was better than the second in terms of quality, but I enjoyed the banter between Falcon and Winter Soldier a lot in the second episode. In the second episode, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, I don't want to spoil too much because Ben saw the first episode. Did you watch it? I watched both. Yeah. Okay. Did you watch any? No, I'm waiting. Uh, okay. Um, it's well, into then, you. I, then I won't say <laughs> I'm sa- anything. I'm, sa- I'm saving myself. Uh, and then Ben and I watched the first three episodes of Invincible last night. Oh, that see that yeah. one I want to watch. Yeah, is the all the is the whole series out? Just, or no, it, just th- oh, just the first three. Episodes, yeah, uh, the ending of the first episode <laughs> is uh, not for the faint of heart. It is very, very graphic, extremely Ooh. graphic, like. Possibly one of the most graphic things I've seen in a very long time. I've never even heard of this show. What is this? Uh, there's a comic called Invincible. It's a kid who's half human, half alien, and he like gets superpowers, and his dad's like the strongest superhero on Earth. Oh, okay. And so it's hmm. like him, like him trying to live his life as a like a superhero, but also a teenager. Interesting. What is this on? Uh, Amazon. Amazon. Prime. Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. And you like the boys, so yeah, yeah. It's it does definitely have that dark element of the boys. It is animated though, so yeah. Just it's a... it's like uh, DC level yeah. animation. It's oh, like okay. it's like Batman or the Justice League Unlimited. Interesting. Okay, TV and those show. are pretty highly regarded. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. cool. Um, I just got to get over my Falcon hate and just watch Falcon and Soldier. Like it's just yeah. Well, once you meet uh, Torres, his friend, oh you'll gosh. you'll love Anthony Mackie's acting. Because <laughs> yeah. when the guy when he showed up in episode two, I was like, oh god! I'm so glad that he was only in it for like he's such a bad actor. Like, he's only in it for like thirty seconds. I was like, thank you. There's a line in the first episode where he's like, yeah. So I, I I've been reading this stuff on social media, and I was like, what? is Caps really on the mood? I was like, are you still in the table reading? Like, <laughs> you know, we're we're filming right now. Yeah, it was oh, pretty that good. guy. Yeah. It bothered me. And then I asked Andrew, I was like, did that bother you too? And he's like, yeah. It was, it was definitely the worst part. Interesting. And, and uh, I think Kurt Russell's son, he's a, what do they call him? Soldier or something? Soldier? The new Captain America. Oh, That's okay. That's Kurt Russell's son. So John yeah. John Walker. Okay. What? Yeah, John Walker. Okay. Of course, Kurt Russell would name his son John Walker. No, no that's, that's the, the character's <laughs> name in the show. Oh, I take it back. Sorry, Kurt. In Russell. the comics, he's a character called Super. Why would Kurt Russell name his son John Walker? He's because a, he's Kurt Russell, uh, okay, man. That's like a character John called just a, Super Patriot. That's it. Yeah. I would just name my son Kurt Russell if I was Kurt Russell. And <laughs> well, Kurt Russell, like, there's uh, him and uh, Goldie Hawn had two kids together: Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson. I just figured, like, I just learned that a few days ago that Kate Hudson is Kurt Russell's daughter and Goldie Hawn's daughter. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I was like, that just blew my mind. The his the way he speaks is very reminiscent of Kurt Russell. Hmm. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. But I think that's it. I don't think I watched <laughs> anything else. Mm, anything else good? But right, yeah. Kevin. What have you been watching? Uh, literally, the only thing I watched was Falcon Winter Soldier. And other than that, 
Um, I randomly watched a bunch of videos about Japan. Thank you, Andrew, for I don't even watch somehow implanting my. <laughs> I just had this weird obsession where I started watching like videos of people in Japan, like just going around the city and like. Oh, it's that like that YouTube series of just yeah, like walking around Japan. Yeah, eating street food, and then there was yep. one about the Pokemon Cafe. Oh, see, that sounds cool. Like, that sounds fine and normal, Kevin. That's, I, <laughs> like, that's okay that you do that. It's, Japan is, like, the number one. <laughs> Mine's pretty normal. <laughs> normal. I think more people do what I do than Kevin. That's, yeah, probably. That doesn't make it normal, Andrew. <laughs> that's, well, ex- that's exactly they, what we, ca- we just call Kevin odd. We call you yeah. a weeb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch any anime. What I can remember. But... <laughs> See, that's scary. You, you, the anime yeah. you can't remember. Must Andrew like kidnapped me and brainwashed me. It's like you will watch this. I've never forced like a uh, uh, Clockwork Orange. Yeah, yeah. just like <laughs> pulled open his eyes. He gets he'll start getting sick anytime he starts watching anime. Yeah, mm. that's why Ben, you see all the the flashing lights and stuff because yeah. it's Andrew actually just. I'm captive in Andrew's room watching anime. <laughs> he just hears Kevin scream. <laughs> oh, please, oh, please stop. Just one more episode. <laughs> one more series. And uh, Andrew's just sitting in the background watching the episode because he loves. If he's, 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 he's clockwork like, orange in him, then it's kind of counterintuitive if he wants him to watch anime. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, it's more like Andrew's Jeffrey Dahmer, right? And <laughs> oh, okay. you know what Why I'm saying? So like Jeffrey Dahmer killer. would like, there was that interview with Jeffrey Dahmer where he like cut the one dude's head open and he poured motor oil into it. And then they're just like, you know, hey, Jeffrey, why'd, why'd you do that? And he's like, I just wanted to have a friend and for him to be, oh, and then when he ate part of his brain, he's like, I just wanted to be closer to my friend. Like, you know, so it's like Andrew, Andrew like makes <laughs> Kevin watch the anime and he says, I just want a friend to watch anime with. And then he cuts Kevin's head open and eats part of his brain. Like this I just is love just... the segue of like, so he, he eats part of his brain. It's like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not that bad. No, I know. But that's what's good about it is we make it that bad. <sighs> no, but I, uh, the only thing for Falcon Winter Soldier without spoiling anything is I, for, for whatever reason, I was like kind of demotivated to watch the show. But I think. There's something weird about the fact that it's it's six episodes and I think they're all like an hour long, right? Uh, like fifty four minutes. Yeah. yeah, it some for some reason it makes it more appealing for me because I think uh, like you know M- Mando and Wandavision are like kind of the thirty minute format, mm-hmm. and this just feels like I get a little bit more. It feels it like it doesn't I, feel rushed. Yeah, and I, I I don't feel like I have to be as I guess because I don't have to be as invested over a long period of time. I can just mm-hmm. I'm like six weeks. Eh, yeah, not bad. I feel like I can dip out of it easier than if I got like six episodes into Wandavision or something for mm-hmm. some reason. Mm, interesting. It's good, but That's an it, interesting thought process there. It's it's a I'm enjoying it so far. I'm kind of with. Uh, I, I care more about Winter Soldier than I do about yeah. Falcon. Well, I mean, everybody should care more about Winter Soldier than they care about Falcon. Mm-hmm. Because Falcon sucks. But I'm starting to be a little more on board with with Falcon, I think, after this last episode. I'm like, okay. And now and now I have to say Falcon sucks. Because before, when I talked about it, I was just like, I don't like Anthony Mackie. I just felt there would have been so many other people. But 
Andrew has informed me that Anthony Mackie is a really good Falcon. So now I have to go, well, oh, okay. now Falcon sucks because Anthony Mackie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only, like, one of the main criticisms I have is I do wish they would have shown their interaction a little bit more in the first episode. Because I feel like the tone between the first episode and the second episode is so different because once Falcon and Winter Soldier get together, that banter from Civil War is like from the get-go happening. Yeah. And I wish we would have gotten a little bit of that in the first episode so that way it wasn't so jarring for the second episode. Yeah, and I the other thing I, I forgot to mention is I don't I know they just introduced the villain who doesn't seem like the main villain because of a certain scene where she gets like a text message. Yeah, and, and literally the last scene. How come I don't remember that? Scene? Of a certain like oh big, yeah yeah big name villain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, Thanos right. is in this. Yeah 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 yeah. Thanos. <laughs> um, Dormammu. I wasn't. I'm. I'm not fully on board, but it's it's more that. I don't think things have been fully flushed out yet. Yeah. But the villain, I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. Like, mm. yeah, the Marvel like, bad person. It's like the organization they're fighting is a like a radical organization that's like, we thought it was better when the blip happened. What was it? It had a really stupid name that they made fun of. Oh, yeah. It's uh, Flag Smashers. Flag Smashers. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yeah, the that, name. Um, it, it reminds me because this week I've been... I wa- one of the things that I watched was um, Sung Won or Pro ZD mm-hmm. on, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, on YouTube. He just has these compilations, and one of them is uh, Marvel coming up with their villains. Yes. He's like, he, he, he's, like out. he's all like, oh, we have Iron Man, but what if we have a bad Iron but, Man? He's, he's the bad, like, he's an <laughs> iron, iron monger. monger. He's we have bad a, Iron a Man. Ba- a bad Ant-Man. Ooh. Oh, he, but he... He he strings, but he's bad Ant Man. But he's not. He's not he's yellow. Like it's <laughs> just like jacket. Marvel. Oh. Marvel has a really has a big problem with just not having great villains. That's why yeah. like Thanos was a good villain. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't make the argument Ultron is. Probably well, my I will say that favorite. the the villain, the actual villain for the show, is going to is better than <clears throat> Baron Zemo. Yeah, which is not a secret. So the the <laughs> true the. Redhead chick from Solo was yes. in it. That's that's she, what I, she show she's, up. She's in the second episode. Yeah, okay. she is the because she was unquote. apparently in the first episode, but nobody actually saw her. She she might have been one of the people at the robbing that's, the bank. Everybody is. Oh yeah. it was probably that. Yeah, yeah. yeah all I could then there's on was then Torres. there's sto- stoic Asian dude who is like super strong. He's the one that beat beat up Toros Torres in the first episode. Oh, I like that guy. Yeah. With the long because hair, just because he's just Taurus. 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 Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. But he's the one with like the long hair. Mm. Oh, okay. And doesn't speak, but like just another the Asian character that There's, doesn't speak. There, <laughs> but there is. It's pretty funny because like throughout the second episode, like Sebastian Sands just glaring at everyone, and every everyone who like meets him for the first time is like, does he always stare yeah. like that? And then Falcon's like, you you get used to it. Because he's literally just like staring at I love everyone, it. and I then love like it. I love Sebastian Stan and Winter Soldier, and it's like Falcon and Winter Soldier bicker, but like as soon as like the new Captain America comes on scene, like they bicker with him like together as a like a unit. That reminds me. So I want to say 
I don't think it was the ringer. Maybe it was the ringer, but some major place put out, um, greatest superhero movies of all time. Mm-hmm. And the top two that were in the final was, uh, in game and, um, into the spider verse. Okay. Right. Were the two that were battling out. I don't remember who, uh, won. I mean, that's one argument in itself. I mm-hmm. like, I don't think those are the two greatest. I love into the spider verse mm-hmm. though, but but I went back and I was like looking at it and basically the way they broke it up, they broke up into four brackets, right? Just because of March Madness. So that was mm-hmm. their March Madness mm-hmm. style. So it's like they don't assign them all over the place. Like one bracket was just the MCU, mm-hmm. right? So only one MCU movie could make In, it to the final four. So, okay. Um, and then like, it's just like, you know, animated, um, I think it was like animated Marvel movies, animated DC movies. And then the other one was like DC movies. DC, or so, it was something along those lines. Interesting. Um, but basically I like went through the bracket and I saw and, I can't believe this, but 64% of people thought that Civil War was better than Winter Soldier. And I'm absolutely blown away by that opinion. Wow. I'm not blown away because it's wrong, but uh, (laughs) Civil War had Spider-Man and Black Panther. And I think having... Hey, it's uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, I think Spider-Man on the screen. that airport scene alone, a lot of people just remember that airport scene. Do they not remember the elevator scene from Winter Soldier? Do they not remember the last battle between Iron Man and Winter I know more people who saw Civil War that didn't see Winter Soldier. What? Absolute absolute animals. How do you... I just watched the elevator scene the other day. It's so good. It's so so good. Before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? Yeah. (laughs) Your ass about to get beat. Yeah. Um, So good. Bring Chris Evans back. (laughs) Bring him back. No, he's good. He's good. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I want him back, Ben. (laughs) What have you been watching, buddy? Uh, So I got the Toho collection of Godzilla, and I've been weekly watching one of them and i watched godzilla the first one and then the godzilla raids again and he raves again yeah raves raves again he goes yeah he goes to it he goes to a club breaks some (laughs) it was light sticks out it was interesting seeing the first godzilla and it's black and white right yeah Mm -hmm. so what do you think because i've never seen it they didn't have color back then yeah (laughs) and uh um the the <laughs> general exist. from Seven Samurai who gets all the samurai together. He mm-hmm. was the doctor that was trying to save Godzilla. Like he wanted Godzilla to live to... I didn't find it. Uh, Dr. Godzilla. Yeah. See, Dr. Godzilla's Dr. name Dr. isn't Dr. actually Godzilla. It's the, <laughs> he's Dr. Godzilla. It's Godzilla's, he's just Godzilla's, it's actually monster. Godzilla's it's a, monster. It's, Godzilla's it's a medical monster. drama like yeah. ER. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. Wait, uh, isn't his... There's a Dr. Sarazawa in that movie, isn't there? Yeah, that's pretty much his kind of character. Okay. Like he really admires Godzilla and wants doesn't want the government to kill him, but they eventually do. And then in Godzilla raids again, a different Godzilla shows up, and that's when they introduce Angerus, his quote unquote best friend, and he kills him. Mm-hmm. He always does. Yeah. And then they cover him in snow. Mm. Wait a minute, there's multiple Godzillas. Yeah. There's is like, there multiple King Kongs? Or is there just one King Kong? Right? Well, there's the, well, there's the one from the 70s, and then there's the one from... Well, I, d- I just don't know if, like, canonically, if, well, they, in this, if they had, like, King Kong die, and then there was a different King my Kong. My next yeah. film is going to be Godzilla vs. Kong, so... 
the OG. I'll find out. Which I had no um, idea they did If we're that. going off of the Kong of Skull Island, there are multiple Kongs. He's just, he's like the last remaining Kong. Oh, I see. No, but he, there's multiple Kongs, but are there multiple King Kongs? I would assume so. Just because there's... So, wait, is Godzilla now this race? Yeah, giant lizard. Oh. Well, I, I'm just assigning the moniker Godzilla, like... To one. To no, one there's singular. Been, there's been several Godzillas. Oh, okay. All right, well, there you go. The more you know. They had, like, a special weapon that the scientists who created it died with it, so the government couldn't get it, and it, like, pretty much evaporates all life in the water. It's antimatter. Pretty much, yeah. And that's Isn't it they, like, it's like an what, oxygen weapon, yep, right? Yep, that's what they used on okay. Godzilla. And oh, that w- that's been used in other things before. Just like yeah, sucking the oxygen out of stuff. That mm-hmm. must have been like a Mission Impossible movie or something like that, I think. Isn't that having Kings of Monsters? Or King of Monsters? Yeah, yeah, that's what I was... It was a throwback because the yeah. general, the admiral's like, oh, we have that's what it anti-oxygen. is. Anti-oxygen. And yeah. I watched a reaction video and people in the theater were like, oh my God, they're you doing the anti-oxygen. Yeah. Mm. That's pretty cool. And apparently isn't, because the guy in the first Godzilla, his name is Dr. Serizawa, I thought. It probably. And they were like, it mirrored it because in the first one, Serizawa dies killing Godzilla. And in yep, King yep, of the Monsters, yep. he dies saving, saving Godzilla. Godzilla. It's, it's like poetry, it rhymes. <laughs> uh also <laughs> watched the Snyder cut. Yeah, same. Oh, okay, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So what did you think? I thought I, it was a lot better. I thought it was significantly better. Yes. So a couple of things on the Snyder cut is I think well let me ask you, how did you watch it? Did you watch it in bits and pieces or did you try your best to watch it in its minimal viewing? Uh, just two, because I had to work the next day, so I could only watch like an hour and a half. And then uh, from chapter, I think... I think there's like six chapters? Yeah, from chapter two on, mm-hmm. I just watched it all as one. Oh, wow, okay. So, what what did you think in viewing it that way? Because my viewing was different than yours. Uh, it was... It, because you experienced it for longer, right? So, oh. like, that, oh, that's so you, my you because cut it I out. watched it in chunks. Oh, okay. And that actually goes into my opinion on it. So, that's huh. why I'm interested in see why, like, because it is four hours long. Yeah. And my opinion on it of watching it in chunks is that even if I watched it in four hours, it wouldn't have felt like four hours because I thought the pacing was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, having the different parts show up, there was almost like a, a mental break in that way. So even if you sat down and you watched it all the way through or in two cities, I will say like, I never felt bored, which Agreed. was phenomenal because the older one that wasn't four hours, I was so done by the last battle. I was like, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't care. What, and what's interesting about this is that if this was the original cut, I still think it's pretty good, right? I think obviously it's significantly better than uh, the original Justice League, but it's it almost behooves you to watch the the uh, original first Justice, one, the first just Justice League, then watch this because there's things that is are cut out mm-hmm. from the first Justice League that are not in this, and it it you and you carry it over into this and it adds context as well as remembering how it was filmed the first time and then see how much better it is now with the Snyder cut. Like 
I think adds to the Snyder cut because you're just like, Hey, remember we tried it this way? Well, now we adjusted some of these things. We mm-hmm. added in these angles. We added in more context. We added like they completely redid Steppenwolf. Um, oh yeah. His Made look. Him. And I, I cared about him. I thought, yeah, I thought Steppenwolf was, yeah, like he was a good villain in this. Yeah. Like he had this drive and I don't remember. And that was the tough thing about it when I was watching the Snyder cut was like, man, I don't remember this in the first Justice League, but it was been so long and I only watched the, uh, that Justice League one time. So it's like, was it in there? Was it not? But like the character development of Steppenwolf. There was none. There was none. He yes. like he barely talked. He, yeah. he shows up. It was he was literally he beats just up a CGI everyone monster. and then complains about his mother and the mother boxes. And like then, literally, that's his entire. Oh, and then Superman just stomps him. Yeah, and the yeah. Superman stomps him. Yeah, he's like he's like a legitimate villain that you see multiple times throughout mm-hmm. this like four hour. Like mm-hmm. you, there's more Steppenwolf than there is Superman, like by far. One big complaint is like every time he showed up and grabbed a mother box it just seemed like yoink okay i'm good yeah well in this one they are drawn out intense battles like uh demiscu the uh amazon demascara demascara uh that battle was long and it was awesome it, I saw oh, some yes. clips that looked way more intense. Oh yeah, which... yeah, like all, like when he gets the mother box from yeah from the Amazons, like that was a huge battle. That was super cool. Um, even even the one in uh, with Atlantis. Aquaman, Aquaman, like yeah. Atlantis, like that yeah. one was much oh, better okay. because there was like a legi- like the, again it was only like a couple of minutes, but there was a legitimate battle between Mira and um, Steppenwolf using and- their so they they didn't introduce it into the James Wan movie and it felt weird anytime people were talking underwater like understanding each other and in this they make like a bubble of water so they can actually talk to each yeah, other yeah bubble of air and then outside the of that do they do like clicks and squeaks and stuff and like so hand symbol yeah mm-hmm. oh cool okay yeah so there's that different and then also like her ability like there's this cool thing when she's fighting Steppenwolf of like she starts sucking the water or the oh, oxygen yeah, yeah. out of Steppenwolf it's like, yeah. like you can see like his blood coming yeah, out like, yeah, like, just like yeah, oh that's cool that makes sense she uses magic yeah cool. like so it, it does a really good job and then you get way more dark side like you get dark side yeah you get yeah, I was like do you get any dark side in the original I th- you, I think they show a little bit of I guess apocalypse. I don't even but. remember Darkseid from the. Well, I don't remember much from the first. Also, time. also the interaction in between, um, his second in command. Yeah, and, like and yeah, Wolf. the second command and Dar- I always forget his uh, name. His like dead seed or yeah or something like that or. And or, you see Granny, but you don't. She never actually talks. So. Yeah, I was. I don't know who that was. Granny when, Goose. Yeah, yeah. So you see her, and then like. It's like uh, this old woman in the background alongside Dark Side. Oh, interesting. She's like she's like has this big armor, but she's like got the white mm-hmm. old woman hair. She kind of looks and, like the collector from uh, the MCU. Yeah, just that slick back white hair, but from far like far oh, off type. Okay. of But she looks like like a Granny Smith grandma. Yeah, she's like super powerful. She's like, uh, there's Dark Side, and then you have to have like the wise council person <laughs> that like tells him all the stuff. Yeah, like, but she's in like like uh, like Doomslayer armor. Yeah, That's she's cool. she's decked out, which is again like this is it does and like I liked Cyborg more in this movie. They did more with him, much better. Uh, Flash, like much better with the Flash. Like, 
they, like if anything in this movie, the people that were less developed or I felt less given time to was Batman and Superman. Where in the Justice League, I felt like it was like, man, I'm, there was a lot of Batman. I'm not complaining. I like mm. Ben Affleck as Batman. But in this, is like he was very much like a facilitator. He wasn't very important other than like the flash forward and scene. Literally always showing up last. Yes. Yeah. Like <laughs> everybody gets there and then. <sighs> yeah. Well, okay, it's, guys, it makes let's sense go. though, right? Because yeah. you think about yeah. the Flash, Superman, yeah, yeah. Aquaman, and Wonder Woman. <laughs> they do a really good job of showing like the time that Batman like really kicks ass is when he's in the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. right and then as they're flying around and they're doing all this stuff and like you see aquaman using his trident and you see the flash doing crazy stuff and then obviously wonder woman doing all this stuff like batman's like grapple gunning and he has to like knock people out and take their guns and use his gadgets and like he gets beat up way more than the other uh, people do like you definitely like there was a clear power difference okay. to the point that like when they're fighting Steppenwolf, like Batman is on like crowd control, yeah, because he's like he's he just, just he just he's can't just fight. Oh yeah, the, him fighting the Steppenwolf. demon things. Yeah, he can't fight Steppenwolf. He has to be on crowd control. But he's obviously he's more intelligent. And they even talk about like it's way better done. But this happened in the first Justice League of like when he recruits the Flash and the Flash goes, you know, hey, what's your superpower? And he's just like, I'm super rich, right? Mm-hmm. And like the yeah. movie builds on that of there just were, like he's not. They added better Barry Allen scenes, but there was still a lot of cringy Barry Allen scenes from the original uh, that they still had in yeah. it. Did they, they at least try to make him smart? Um, because <laughs> that like it's just it's that was one of my like biggest pet peeves. I don't like, feel like they made him dumb. They just made him socially awkward. It's yeah. just like in the original, he was just so dumb. And it's just like Barry Allen is like one of the best forensic detectives. Like I don't know. They made him. This is his origin story. They made so. him seem excited to be there. Yeah, less dumb and more like. Does uh, he at least know uh, Kamala Khan? East with to west. The... <laughs> what? In the original, he like goes the wrong way, and they're like, huh, huh. he doesn't know what east and west are." I no, don't it wasn't any of that. No, <clears> okay. And like it just throughout the entire movie, he just like he doesn't know anything. No. It, and he, he like, seemed he just he seemed more like seemed Kamala Khan and okay. the Avengers. Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good that's a good way. There. Like, yeah, I'm I can't believe I'm a part of these guys type okay. of a thing. And I think you're gonna like Aquaman in this as well. They still have the My oh, Man right. scene, mm-hmm. but like but that's the he only doesn't, time. But he doesn't go Yahoo <laughs> after he's like flying. He's like when Cyborg catches him, he's like, My man. But mm-hmm. up, leading up to that, he is very author Curry, where he's just like so off. Uh, um, so my it? question is: is if this came out, do you think Aquaman would have been different? Yes. Do yeah. you think James Wan was basing his Aquaman off of the? the- yes, because when they show Volko or Valco, uh, William Defoe's character oh, okay yeah, yeah. and then mira and atlantis itself <laughs> mira it is, without a, a bright red wig yeah she they're very it's it's darker or it's snyder yeah, like yeah. it is darker is this it is that so there's um, no blues or greens it's just gray and no everything <laughs> every time you see aquaman it is a very dull color tone like even his armor that he he wears later is not like super gold like you see in the other one it is more like black and mute like silver and, and gray. i was i was asking andrew in the original did he have like the pale eyes uh aquaman yeah maybe i don't know i don't remember him having those eyes in james wan's film 
Yeah, he has like he has like these lenses in that, but it's it's worth it. But I awesome. I almost suggest people like watch it how you want to watch it, but watch it in the chunks like I did. Was I watched it over because like, it's like a TV show. Yeah, right? I watched it over like five periods, and that break each time was hmm. nice. Like I felt like I was yeah like watching it like a TV show. I'm like this because is because it 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 actually like cuts to black, comes up chapter two, hmm. and title. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. And they're and they're like thirty minute to an hour ish chunks. Said, I heard that they had more Slade at the end. Yes, they the, do. The, a the little, scene a is little bit more. So they do a different. So instead, in the first Justice League, they do that flash forward. They do another yeah. flash forward in this at the very end of the movie, which seems way more coherent. Because if I remember correctly, in the first Justice League, it's like a dream of his. Yeah. Right. That was in BVS. Oh, no, and no, no, that was Justice League. His dream, oh, wasn't Justice League? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Oh, so yeah. it's like BBS, a dream. He wakes BBS up. BBS was when Barry Allen showed up in the yes. screen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And and they talk about that in this movie as well, of like mm-hmm. Barry Allen's like Lois Lane is the key type of a thing. And um, they do some flashes forward, right? But then like the actual flash forward is not a dream. It's at the very end of the movie, and it goes, "This is." where things are kind of heading and you see Slade, you see uh, Mira, Batman. And then is that Barry Allen or is that, um, no, it's I somebody think they new. allude it's the other it, flash. Yeah. Wally West. Or, I think uh, they allude that it's Jake Wally Eric. West. I, th- okay. I think that's what they do. Like you don't really see him, right? He has and like then, weird armor. Yeah. He's thing, like wearing like a helmet thing that comes up. Mm-hmm. I mean that that's more in line with Jake Garrick. Okay, well then maybe that's it's again it's very it's far in the future type of a thing, and um, there's this interaction. What was his skin color? He was white. I'm pretty sure. Maybe, might have been darker. Well, that's why it's like I wasn't sure if it yeah. was okay. Ezra Miller. You just or not. see like <clears throat> a little bit of his face. Okay, because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure the direction they're going is a, a black Wally West. So I don't. I think because oh, okay. Iris in the Flash movie is black. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Um. But in this, there there's this interaction at the very end with, um, and if it's the future, it could be impulse. But oh, okay. Well, that would be interesting. Yeah. But it's in between. Um, why am I forgetting the Joker. actor singer's name? No, the guy who plays Joker, Jared Leto. Jared, Jared Leto. Leto. There you go with Jared Leto's Joker and Batman, and it's. Oh wait, so that scene in the trailer is the last scene of the movie. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Yeah, and, it's, and it is disturbing. It is. He it is, is. He is really good. It's yeah. really well done. It's a. It's a darker. It. It leads up to this like super dark moment of like a lot of people are dead and they're fighting back and like this is a doom and that things need to be changed because if this is where they're going because the way it happens is that it's a team up. It's Slade. It's Mira. It's Batman. It's uh, Joker and it's Flash. Like that's the team that's trying to save the hmm. world, right? Like and you're just like wait a minute, there's two villains and the person representing Atlantis is Mira. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's just like, it's one of those and things. And she alludes that uh, Aquaman died. Well, they show that in... Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah, they yeah, show yeah. that they show like Darkseid, like when they do the flash forward of what could be, they show Darkseid dis- right. yeah. killing Aquaman and, and doing uh, some other things. So hmm. it's really good. I definitely watch. suggest watching the Snyder Cut. Also, uh, Aquaman's scene when uh, he's going down to the water and there's the uh, group of Icelandic <laughs> singers and the three women and then one like picks up his sweater and sniffs it and like, 
Yeah, that was different. <laughs> it was really weird. The music was better. Oh, Other yeah. than that oh, one yeah. weird moment, the music was yeah, much was better so in this much than better. it was in the original. The original, I think, was like Iggy Thump mm-hmm. when he was going to the water there. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. what? What are you doing? Oh, my God. Well, this is, it's very Snyder's like playlist kind of music. Yeah. It, I definitely, yeah, definitely suggest watching the Snyder Cut. It is much better, especially if you've seen the first Justice League. Okay. If you have never seen the first, the original cut of Justice League and you just watch this, um, I still, it's it's probably somewhere in that seven to eight, maybe a six point five, depending on your uh, prior like comic book knowledge. As someone who is lukewarm on Snyder stuff, you is, probably won't like it. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's very Snyder. Well, it, I don't. <laughs> it's it's in four eight to uh, keep his. Uh, oh yeah, standard four three screen. Four three. Well. I think it's 4.8 because it, it's actually higher oh, okay. up and oh. down. What they did with the Whedon cut was zoomed in. Oop. So you're actually getting more up and down, but mm. just not wide. wide. Well, I guess I was just thinking that... And then the dull tones. I think after... Because I know Justice League wasn't totally... The, the original wasn't totally him. Mm-hmm. But after watching Justice League, the original, I was like, this is really bad. Yeah. It was like so, 20% him. Yeah. Oh, okay. They, they said they said out of everything they used, he had, I think he had like five hours of footage originally, and they used 30 minutes for the original <laughs> Justice League. Okay. No wonder. <laughs> well, and then of course, BVS, I'm kind of like, I think. I think we, BVS was a lot of studio interference interfering like they wanted well, it they wanted that they cast the worst person possible to play lex Luthor. i was gonna say yeah, that was that by too. far the worst part I, they it was very obvious that warner brothers wanted their avengers moment but they hadn't built up yeah and it just kind of forced him to do everything it. everything felt really rushed and then going in the justice league i i just thought when they did the death of superman storyline i was like this is too early to do this because Nobody for a second believes that Justice League is not going to have Superman in it. Mm-hmm. So you kill him off, and I he's going to come back. I well, now should... it's not even about, like, would he come back, would he not come back? It's the now the story's about the ramifications of bringing him back. Okay. Yep. I, I mean, after hearing you guys talk about it, I'm a little more motivated to watch it. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, I wasn't that... I think it's it. I think it's worth the watch. Okay. I, like you know, do what you can. Watch it in the chunks. Like like you said, like you don't feel uh, dedicated to the full four hours. But I think it's worth the watch. The thing that I hope happens is they let Snyder continue the story. Like I want to see where he was going and what they're going to do. Like give me Dark Side and give me because they they introduce a couple of characters. At the, in this movie that I want to see more of. Okay. That they didn't have, in, like, John John shows up. Mm-hmm. Which, that was a weird scene, yeah. but I'm happy that the, he showed up. Oh, type ben, of thing. ben told me how he introduced himself, and I was just like, I want to slap whoever wrote this scene. No, which which one? <laughs> well, they, the call me, they call me the Martian Manhunter. Oh, They that, don't call you that. <laughs> no, that's weird. I'm talking about, I'm talking oh, about yeah. the scene with That Lois. was very out of place. Very weird. Yeah. Interesting. Andrew, are you going to watch it? Sometime. I know Andrew's I'm not, on if, if I'm they not don't very, announce if they don't now announce like a sequel or another Snyder version of it, I don't yeah. know if Andrew will ever watch it. I think that's the thing that I got Ben's HBO Max. 
yeah, info he, to watch he it. He asked me, he's like, maybe I'll watch that. It's like, yeah. no, there's hope. <laughs> I might watch it before Andrew. Yeah. That's why he has the symbol on his chest. Rebellions <laughs> are built on it. Yeah. I rebel. Oh. All right, friends, we'll take a break, and then when we come back, we'll talk about The Mandalorian. What did you watch? Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> I, watched, uh, I watched Justice League. Okay. Oh. Like, so that was, I mean, other than that, Bob's Burgers and um, more Sung Wong compilations and different things like that. But yeah, the Justice League was the big one I wanted to talk about with the Snyder Cool. Cut. All right. Welcome back. And thus we talk about the Mandalorian. First, let's talk about how much we hate the last Jedi. No, I was thinking we should have a jar because there's no way I'm going to get through this without mentioning it. It's like me and BBS. Exactly. It's the last Jedi jar. So the Mandalorian. What do you guys think? Two seasons. Pretty good. All right. Next week we're talking about <laughs> not, <laughs> not too shabby. No, not, pretty good. Uh, it's pretty good. Not too I shabby. enjoyed second season more than first season. Agreed. Well, let's uh, for let's start fan off service reasons. Let's let's start off with what are your guys' thought about the idea of following a Mandalorian and this storyline and do you think this was a good choice yes. as far as like the first introduction into um like, like this is the first like major Star Wars TV show, right? Mm-hmm. Like, do you think this was a good idea that they didn't go Jedi, they didn't go Old Republic, they didn't like following the Mandalorian, a Mandalorian? I like this the fact that it's a good choice. Pretty much like a space version of Kung Fu, the original TV show with David Carradine. Carradine, yeah. And it's it, it's very reminiscent. Do you want to talk about David Carradine for a little bit? Nope, nope. Oh. Don't want to go you into that. You like oh. hanging? Nope. We're not, gonna, we're not going to go into that. But, uh, no, I just, I enjoy the aspect of the first season is very much a almost monster of the week, but it's more of adventure of the week, mm-hmm. uh, following the Mandalorian and the introduction of Grogu is one of the greatest characters in Star Wars, in my opinion. I'm actually surprised, just to go on a slight tangent, mm-hmm. of just how, um, how many people actually call Baby Yoda Grogu? Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that when they were like, his name is Grogu, I thought everyone's going to be like, all right, cool, but we're still going to call, call him, him Baby Yoda. Yoda. But a lot of people yeah. referred to the characters Grogu, and I was very surprised by A that. lot of fans are. There's a lot of basic people that oh, just yeah. clam on that still call it Baby yeah, Yoda. Yeah, well, that's, exactly. they they're basic. The yeah. first They week, also call vi- game video game consoles Nintendos, so... That's no, not those people. Are uh, you playing not, that there Nintendo not those machine? And Pokemans. Those no, 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 Pokemans. Not those people. <laughs> or they go, why doesn't Batman fight S- Spider-Man ever? <laughs> Again, not those people. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a comic where there's that crossover. I think there is. I know there's a com- I've read the comic of Batman versus Captain America. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was just watching an old clip from the mid-90s where Conan was interviewing Stan Lee, and they were, he was talking about the crossover. Yeah, yeah. And how Batman fights Cap, which would <laughs> be yeah. an interesting fight. I mean, no, it's not as good as uh, Batman versus Aliens. Or or Batman and TMNT. 
that but Grogu is one of the greatest <laughs> characters introduced uh, in that first season. Um, and I, the father son relationship between yes, him, uh, the, between Mando and Grogu is really well developed, and it makes you care, especially for the final scene of season two. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, what are your overall thoughts on Mandalorian? Um, Kevin, him just up. Blew, Kevin just blew away. <laughs> it keeps uh, him up at night. Uh, to your original question, I'm very happy that I, I think th- this was a little unintentional, but after the sequel trilogy, I think it was even more refreshing to see a series about someone who was just number one, not a Jedi or a force user. Cause I think by the time I know for me, by the time episode nine came out, I was pretty sick of anything force related because they just ruined it so much that I, it, I, I just, people need to understand what makes star Wars great is not the force and not the lightsabers because why did you fall in love with star Wars originally? It was because of the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. And how much lightsaber battle and force using is there? Very, very little. It's very minimal, minimal, and that's what makes it so powerful. And that's to allude to, like you talk about, that's what makes uh, season two really good because they start introducing the greater universe and you see Jedi in Ahsoka and you see Jedi at the end of uh, season two with Luke, but it's special. Like Jedi still live in this universe right. and they're almost like they're myths and they're, you know, scary, but they're not like um, crazy unstoppable people except for the, I don't know, the most powerful Jedi and Luke Skywalker. That's right. Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Luke Skywalker is a very <laughs> powerful Jedi uh, not a punk that you just have this like really great moment of just like it makes those things more special and like there is a time and a place for Jedi movies but I think the greater purpose of Star Wars is the universe of which it builds with the Empire and the bad guys and the rebellion and like little like it's better when there's like three Jedis you talk about. It's not better when there's like 87 Jedis and everyone uses force powers and every, like that's just a different story to tell in that way. Well, so. and that story's already been told basically in the, the prequels, right? Yeah. So it, um, and the thing with Star Wars is that it, the, one of the elements missing in the sequel trilogy was that Star Wars has always been about family first and foremost. And in the sequel trilogy, they touched on yeah, I think it was ironic because they had Kylo, and of course they have Rey, who turns out to be a Palpatine. But I didn't feel like there was a real strong emphasis on family as like the I core think, element. I think Force Awakens. Force Awakens tries to lay the, the foundation for it a little. Yeah, with with Han and Kylo, but then I mean, no, no I mean and, no with like, with Rey and Finn and Poe, yeah. which they just completely throw off in the Last Jedi of saying like, well, now let's separate them and not be together, and no right. one cares about it. Yeah. Because what made Empire special is that there's the journey through Episode uh, four. four where they're getting together and they have this grand adventure at the end, kind of like Force Awakens, mm-hmm. and at the very uh, beginning of Empire when they do have to split off, right? 
there's a moment where Luke is like, I got to go. I'm sorry. But they are together and they're just, hey, take care of yourself, kid. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this. And then Han and Leia are together for a very long time. But the thing with The Last Jedi is they go, no, Poe's over here. Rey is over here. Finn Finn is is over here. here. They have almost no interactions with each other. Like, But these are supposed to be the core characters that we care about moving forward. Well, and the biggest thing that... (laughs) I promise I, I, I'm going to not turn this into a Last Jedi rant, but <laughs> the the thing that bothered me, I remember sitting in the movie and when you kind of learn that Luke is sort of just this outcast, I'm like, wait, like your sister is in grave danger and you just like don't care enough to, to go back. That really bothered me because it was... His yeah. his original exile makes sense. Okay, I get it. You, yeah. you feel shamed, whatever, like, okay, I get it. <laughs> But him staying exiled forever for him, Luke feeling that he was literally unredeemable, like just it doesn't fit with well, the character. That one of the things that bothered me is it felt like in Force Awakens he was waiting for someone to show up. Well, yeah, yes. like he left pieces of a map to be like the the next generation of Force users will be able to find me, and when they do, I will be able to train them because of my exile. I am like training myself to be a mentor. Yeah, he's, and he's going monk mode. That's you know? what it felt like at the end of Force Awakens, and then last Jedi was just like... Well, and then yeah. even Mark Hamill said he was like, a Jedi is supposed to... Like, yeah, he'll go into the like a temporary period where he's bummed out, but he eventually tries to come back and right that wrong. Like, that yeah. was that was a big problem he had with... Which, which, again, like, talking about the bad part of Star Wars kind of leads into talking about the good part of star wars which is the mandalorian mm-hmm. and like there is that element when you talk about the exile style of like when they find ahsoka yeah right like she's kind of off on her own and she's been through the ringer and, and kevin and andrew you guys can talk about it more because you're so deep into like she's the animated universe and everything like that but like she's trying to do good even in just like the smaller area and like she's waiting for the right opportune moment to do it and like it they make it seem like there's that that episode where Ahsoka's introduced they make it seem like she's been around the mm-hmm. area for a little bit like they talk about her mm-hmm. again in a mythical she's like a ghost in the forest and she never really assaults the fortress head on they send people out and they never come back and you know what I'm saying like so there is that element like you're talking about of like staying true to what a Jedi is and the Mandalorian, even though it's not a show about Jedi nails the feeling of star Wars, which nails the feeling of what a Jedi is supposed mm-hmm. to feel. Well, it was like. interesting talking about the Ahsoka episode, which I think is up there with, it, it might be one of the best, if not the best episode of the whole show for me, at least because it talking about something that give you that, uh, that Empire Strikes Back vibes on Dagobah. But the big, the interesting, oh, yeah, yeah. the thing that I loved about that episode is it it contrasted Last Jedi so well where Ahsoka didn't want to train Grogu, Grogu. because... Because of what happened to Anakin. Yeah, and, and for those who don't know, she's Anakin's former apprentice. apprentice. Yeah. And she basically doesn't want to train him. And she even mentions Snips, it. Right? Snips, yeah. She mentions that I've seen what attachments can do to a fully trained jedi a fully yeah 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 and but at the same time she's not like i've given up on the force i've given Mm -hmm. up on any hope at all she just says she can't be the one to train him yeah because she tries initially and then when she learns like that he was at the jedi temple you know it, it presumably brings back all these memories of like yeah and it's just she 
what I loved is that she wasn't like, hey, cut him off from the force. It yeah. was her traumatic experience with Anakin made it so she can't be the one to train him. Well, and she she had left the Jedi Order at the end of the Clone Wars, so technically yeah. she hasn't been a Jedi for decades yeah. at this point. She's a, a force user, yeah, but not... She's not but the funny thing isn't that, is not that what a gray Jedi is, right? Like the, the funny thing is, she, of, yeah, she is probably the most Jedi out of all of the Jedi. It's it's interesting because they asked Filoni about the concept of gray Jedi, and he said gray Jedi is not a thing because you are either someone with good intentions or bad. Yeah, and yeah. so he's saying like, yeah, she's not a Jedi, but you're either good with the Force or bad. You're not like. A Jedi that does bad stuff. Yeah, you're not like a chaotic neutral. You're yeah. not a Jedi who just does whatever the hell he wants type of a thing. Wait, you it, have intention. Yeah, no, it I makes sense because it's like Kodor. Well, you weren't a Jedi then. <laughs> it's it's like the being spiritual but not necessarily prescribed to like a religion. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what I see Ahsoka as. Yeah, it's like an agnostic Jedi. Yeah, which is the it's just really interesting with her character because like that's kind of what Luke becomes at the end of. Return of the Jedi as well, of he, his new academy that he starts building is off of his own ideas of what a Jedi is. Like, he doesn't have the formal training of a Jedi temple. Yeah, his Jedi temple is different. And so, I think that's, and I know Filoni has talked about this, of like, she is a Jedi, um, because who she is, is what Jedi are. Yeah, she and represents like, the best. She, of, yes, of so what like, a Jedi is. even though she was, she's not no longer a part of the Jedi Temple. She, she is a Jedi, and right. so it's just like, and you have that in that Ahsoka episode, where even at the very end with the fight scene, is like she wants to fight the chick honorably, right? Um, and I think that's just like a really cool character moment for Ahsoka, just because that's who she is. Like she. She doesn't care about, you know, dominating the opponent. Mm. Um, and it's something that she learned from Anakin. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a really big part of the fall of Anakin. And that's, you start seeing that throughout the Clone Wars TV show. Is he starts getting more uh, broken. Yes. And he starts going down that route. And that, like, scares her. Uh, and she even is like, hopefully I can bring him back. But in his final moments, she's off trying to capture Darth Maul. Yes. <laughs> and so she wasn't able to be there when uh, Palpatine was uh, got a hold of him. Yes, Anakin. Yes, yes I yes. hold you now. Yes. What about you, Ben? What, what are your thoughts on Mandalorian? Boba Fett came back. Oh, oh <laughs> we didn't even talk about Boba Fett. Yeah, and there's just so much to talk about with the Mandalorian. Yeah. Season two, man. Season, season two, two is just I, like... So you you were bringing up favorite episodes, mm-hmm. right? And like that, the Ahsoka one's really good. I definitely agree. And the ending, the finale of season two, like definitely like made my heart just beat a million mm-hmm. miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but man, um, the was it is it the first or second episode of season two with, um. 
Timothy Oliphant. That's the first one. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I think it's the first one. The, the Marshall. Yeah, yeah, that episode is freaking rad. One. That yeah. one's really good. Um, like, there's there's a lot of... Or the... Um, so, I'm going to say the moment that I flipped out more, just because I didn't know this character was going to show up, and Ben was there watching it with me, was when Bo-Katan yes. showed up. Yes, I... <laughs> I like he literally jumped, he jumped, I jumped up, out ran my up the stairs, and I was like, like "What?" And then ran back down. No, way. I, I'm actually so sad that I didn't watch it with you because when I was watching it, it was with Scott, okay. and I was like, "Because oh, I heard Katie Sackhoff's voice, and yeah. she she voices Bo-Katan in the yeah, show. in the yeah. show." And so when I heard her voice, I was like, oh, "And Scott was like, what, what are you? What? What are you Cause, doing?" Because <laughs> when she first shows up, you hear her voice, and I was like, "I was, I was like, Ben, I recognize that helmet. Yeah, like I know that helmet." And she takes the helmet off. I'm like. No freaking way. <clears throat> and like I cuz I like I knew Ahsoka was coming and so like I in the episode's called The Jedi and it's like and I had the last episode spoiled so I knew Luke like people hinted at things so I was like I'm pretty sure Luke's coming back for the last episode before yes. I saw it so like that did, but like I had no clue that Bo-Katan was going to show up and I was just like I'm hyped. And now I'm just like, give me Sabine Wren, give me freaking which, yeah. I I think they I think they will give us that in the Ahsoka show. Yeah. Oh yeah, Boba Fett shows up. Yeah, <laughs> Boba Fett, dude. It and I think that's what makes the Mandalorian so great. Is it just it feels like it writes a lot of Star Wars wrong, and mm-hmm. it just confirms headcanon, right? Like. Mm-hmm. We lost a lot of stuff when they started Star Wars over, quote unquote, and they removed things. And there's just like, Boba Fett was this character that if you go back and you watch uh, the original trilogy of like, he has his moments, this, that, and that. But there was really nothing there to be like, oh, Boba Fett's a badass. That it was, was all built, in the expanded yeah, universe. Yeah, it was all in the expanded universe. It was all built up in headcanon and mm-hmm. like just this character that we attach to. And a lot of the um, bounty hunters of now, like Dengar and... Um, Bosk. Uh, yeah, Bosk and... I G eighty eight, Cad Bane, right? Yeah. Cad Bane. Uh, was it uh, not suck and blow? I always call him suck and blow. Suckus. Yeah, suckus. Suckus. Yeah. So like, like there's these great characters that like you just see for a split second, but now like there's a whole bunch of what? what? <laughs> Your go to for his name? Suck and blow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, there's two of them. There's suckus and um. It's always people always do the suck ass. Yeah, suck ass <laughs> and and something else. So it's suck and blow. Like mm-hmm. they're next to each other. Okay. Anyways. I digress. <laughs> I digress. Uh, where it's like these characters have like minor moments, but they were just built up in headcanon, expanding mm-hmm. universe, and toys, and mm-hmm. like this different stuff. And it just was never built upon since the 70s and 80s and early 90s. Like right. we never got that confirmed. And when they tried to do it with Django Fett, it's like, no, they almost hurt Boba Fett in that way. But then they, find, they bring... First of all, they bring... Um, like you talk about with Katie Sackhoff, mm-hmm. who voiced the original Django Fett. Yeah, they bring yeah. they bring like yeah the original actor back to play him, and then like he is a badass. Mm-hmm. Like it, and they consulted with him, and they allowed him to bring his uh, Islander roots into the character. Right. And like, there's just like the there's just these great moments within the Mandalorian where they go like, we respect your love for Star Wars. And they do fan service in the correct way. Mm-hmm. And even respect for the new Star Wars, because the Marshall is based off a character in the expanded 
not expanded the newer books. So it was really cool to see the uh, Wendig trilogy. The yeah, the after aftermath. aftermath. Yeah. And cool another thing that's cool is they kind of fixed something that bothered a lot of fans from the Clone Wars TV show, where when uh, Jango Fett gets brought up. One of the Mandalorians says he's not a Mandalorian. He's just a man who found, he's just a uh, thief who found bounty hunter or Mando armor. And so when they introduce the idea of foundlings for Mandalorian, I think it's really cool, especially because, I mean, it is Dave Filoni who's helping with the, the backstory of things, of just the idea of the main Mando the Mandalorian clans look down on the foundlings and don't see them as Mandalorian. <clears throat> and so it was that comment made in the animated show is a like classist kind of right. maybe racist kind of term of like, you know, he's not a Mandalorian. It, it, it makes sense because so, Mando's are very proud of yeah, their yeah. heritage. And like the the Death Watch and everything were very much of like, we need to bring back old Mandalore. Uh, speaking of Death Watch, that flashback scene in the first season. Oh, yeah, the, when he is found. When he gets and found. It, it's the blue Mandalore, yeah, which the... Andrew, you knew. I mean, mm. you and I knew Death Watch from yeah. Clone Wars. But that was the first, one of the first moments where I was like, <laughs> Yeah. For, for strength, for stamina. <laughs> <bell. Leather. laughs> yeah. So I, I do have two final questions. Uh, mm-hmm. First one is, who is your favorite non- main character like other than mando obviously and grogu who are in there like who who are those like sprinkled throughout uh characters throughout mandalorian that you go like i i that are not really enjoy priorly established characters like new new characters well yeah i think it would be unfair to, to, yeah yeah, yeah it would be unfair to say boba fett no <laughs> yeah. i would say it has to be introduced in this introduced. or fleshed out oh in new this. new characters yeah new characters. uh the ig unit i think oh, so it was really yeah. good yeah. uh Bo, is not Bo Burn. Bo Bill Burr. Bill Bill Burr. Bill Burr. I agree. Yeah, and that felt, yeah. he was that okay was, the first time in the first season. In the second season, they really fleshed out and made his character. That was way my better. favorite episode. Yeah. Shout out to Bill Burr too, because his acting in that season two episode mm-hmm. is really good. It, in yeah. fact, I was watching it with my mom, and she actually. That's her favorite episode because she was like, "That bald guy is really good." Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bill See, Burr, mom. Yeah, your your mom and I, yeah. no, yeah. we're akin, man. We got that. <laughs> is it IG seven eleven? IG IG eleven. Look, Mister Taika Waititi. Waititi. Dude, man, it just now I'm like playing the whole series back in my head of just like when you guys talk about like, oh my goodness, like you're getting excited for Bo-Katan and uh, just like the very first episode when. The, the egg opens and the little hand pops out and you're just like, oh my God, like, where's this story oh, yeah, going? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, like, they continue to build upon that of, like, who is Gro- Baby Yoda? Who's yeah. Grogu? And um, there's that confirmation moment that you guys brought up earlier with Ahsoka of um, when she says, like, there is a connection in between your two. Mm-hmm. Like, that was special of just, like, you definitely felt it on Pedro, on, uh, not Pedro, on, the, on Mando's part with with Grogu, mm-hmm. but it wasn't always 
shown back, like mm-hmm. because Grogu's a baby and like mm-hmm. different right. things like that. But it's like, no, no, you guys are connected. Like Grogu feels a strong connection to you in particular, mm-hmm. which sets the stage for the end of the season two of when he lets Grogu off with Luke Skywalker. You're just like, what? why mm-hmm. is this happening? And that's the other thing I love about the show is even though they're introducing all these legacy characters, it never felt like the, the emphasis main, was taken off of the main characters. They, yeah. they were brought in specifically to push one of the two characters. And mm-hmm. that was intentional because Filoni was like, when I bring these people in, the narrative has to be focused around Grogu and mm-hmm. Mando. And, and even just side characters like the, the, the X-Wing pilots that show up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you oh, yeah. up. And the, the Filoni. Dad <laughs> from, well, Filoni's the dad from Kim's convenience. And, yeah. uh, uh, the first guy Mando puts in carbonite in the first episode. Oh, Horatio oh, Sands. Yeah, yeah, comes yeah. back for in the second season. He's work. Yeah, he's season. working for um, Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Yeah, yeah. Like that's yeah. They, yeah, you're right. It's again. It's building the universe, mm-hmm. having reoccurring characters, and like you, like Bill Burr comes back, and um, or oh, they bring back um, why am I forgetting the name? The person who helps out Boba Fett. Ming, oh, Fanning Wayne. Yeah, Fennec Fennec and, yeah, and and now she's in like the, the animated Fennec. version. Like she's in the Bad Batch, isn't she? Allegedly, yes. Oh, and the, she'll be a Boba Fett. And she'll be a no. Boba they Fett. her anime. They already showed her animated character in the yes. Bad Batch. Yeah, yeah. She's wearing the armor in the trailer, I think. Yeah, and unless it's like someone different, yeah, it's her. I mean, and she's which like is really an cool. Android now. Yeah, which is funny because it's like, in order to watch Bad Batch, you have to watch season seven of. Clone Wars. But why wouldn't you watch yeah. season seven? It is true. You should go watch season seven. Clone season Wars. seven is like, Filo- it's like pro- it's, prime Filoni. Uh, the last half is. Last four episodes. <laughs> yeah. There's a there's a chunk in there that's, you know, Filoni is worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just just ignore those two yeah. episodes. But Hey, let's do, let's do like a four episode arc of Ahsoka and two sisters. And they get captured just over. Just running around doing. And get captured over. Oh. Bummer. And you're like, why am I watching this? All right, final question. Where do you want Mando to go? Mandalore. Kashyyyk. <laughs> Kashyyyk. Like physically? <laughs> yeah. Or just, where, where do you Let's hope the series... Let's go back to Where, do you, where do you hope the series goes We've only been there moving once. forward? <laughs> well, I, I think it's alluded to that... Well, of course, I, I don't even want to mention her name, but uh, Kathy Kennedy mentioned... That. Kathleen Kennedy and no, I Kathy, show man. respect. It, she, <laughs> she, she doesn't show respect to us. We want to show respect. <laughs> to her. She gave hey, us. You know what? She she's lucky. She she, she gave she us. Liked so, that. She, gave us she liked that. She liked that. I don't call her. She just gave cat. Us, right? E. T. She gave us so. Much. She gave us the, She gave us the phrase. The force is female. Well, that's modern day. <laughs> yeah. Actually, speaking of female, about, um, can we talk about the final episode? That ragtag group of the four women like kicking ass oh yeah yeah that you was know, fantastic you know the, yeah the a the a the a team moment from oh man in game that women do get it women, done. women <laughs> they really do get it done <laughs> yeah well i mean again like the there's different ways to do fan service and these ass kicking moments of showing like we can have strong uh, female characters done mm-hmm. correctly and that not in a fan service way. Like, I think in game was not a great version of it. It was a fine there, but 
the boys did a better version of it, mm-hmm. right? And then Mandalorian did a better version of it. Well, what I love about that is that the boys, one of the producers, who is a woman, said that she was like really offended by that scene in Endgame because it was so pandering. Yeah, and so in the boys, they were they were uh, trying not to do that. Yeah, they were trying to do something that felt organic. Yeah, well, and the thing and is, is they, it's, they make fun of it too in the boys, in their interviews. They right. they like, yeah, yeah, women, we get Girls, it done. We do get it done. Yeah, where it's it's one of those things where there's character development for these female characters. Where in in game in in Mandalorian yeah. and in the boys, if like you get to know these female characters, you know they're badass individuals. But when they're together, they're awesome. As opposed to in in game. Almost every female character they use is a side character with little to no character development because yeah, they're just... Pepper Potts is like, okay. Yeah. Like, it's like, all right, cool, whatever. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. it, oh, by the way, of which you killed off the best female character in all the MCU just oh, shortly right. before. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, Black Widow. Yeah, yeah Black Widow. I was like, what um, is he talking about? Okay. And... Uh, so going forward, where I want this to go is the conflict with the dark saber. Um, I think yes. they are going to acknowledge how Bo-Katan lost the dark saber, and if my theory is correct, it's that people didn't accept her because she didn't win it by combat. She was given the dark saber by Sabine Wren. Yeah, and I yeah, think, in Rebels for those who yeah, in the Rebels TV show, and I think that is what caused the. It's probably caused a rift in Mandalore for people who didn't accept her, and so probably betrayed her toward to the Empire, and that's how she lost it. Hmm. Hmm. I agree, and I, so that's why she wants to you, win it back by combat. Do you think that we'll get Grogu back in season three? I don't know if season three, I think we will get Grogu back just because I can't see Disney going, hey, by the way, Grogu died in no, the they won't do that. in the last Jedi confunkle. Getting taken out by a punk like. Oh, he didn't get taken, but that's not how people died in last. There was yeah. a oh, giant storm that the electrical, the electrical storm, storm, that, storm that, that just killed everyone. Well, then, wait, what? Uh, alleged that so, Palpatine sent a giant electrical storm to that planet. Yeah, so it's revealed in a comic book. Yeah, that Kylo didn't actually kill anyone at the Jedi Temple. It was Palpatine. <laughs> Palpatine was. <laughs> oh, for those who don't no, know, no. AJ is now committing suicide. Oh, hey, by strangling himself. It's uh, David Carradine. <laughs> no, 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 and full no, circle. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I, I don't think, I think they're going to either, either Luke is going to like reach out to Mando and be like, Hey, like you, you Grogu needs you or something like that. I think it's going to, you guys ruined my day. (laughs) I had, I didn't, oh my God. I didn't even know about that. Oh, oh my God. I didn't even say anything. I just, how did you, I just, why can you, how can you suck so bad? Like, I just don't understand. Like, The Last Jedi is so, everything involved with the sequels are just like, it's so infuriating, (laughs) so angry. The fact that they revealed it in a comic is just 
hilarious to I, me. Like, wasn't it? Weren't you also angry when I explained that? Or I think it was you that was angry that, like, she's not... Palpatine's son wasn't his son. Yeah, it was, it was a like clone a clone of, of Palpatine. So Ray isn't even Palpatine's granddaughter. She's technically and, her, his daughter. Everything about that entire time <laughs> no, period no, put is that, terrible. Put that, <laughs> uh, wait, how did we start, get to talking about this? Grogu. We're, we're, we're talking about where we hope that for the series oh. to go. And then do you think Grogu is going to be in season three? And it's like, does he die? But So first of all... Uh, I think it's pretty much Grogu will not be killed in the sequel trilogy era because mm-hmm. I think that it wouldn't make any sense. It'd be stupid. Mm-hmm. And plus, like we said in the comics, like Kylo doesn't actually kill mm-hmm. anybody himself. He he just sits there. And he's like, "What have I done?" Also, it's a big universe. Yeah, yeah. Ezra, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it from all these movies. Suddenly, Ezra's, Ezra's out there. Up, Ezra's out there. Somewhere. Ezra's out there somewhere. Um, Ezra Miller, The Flash. Don't you dare. Actually, you know, early Ezra is very reminiscent of early. <laughs> yeah. very about as annoying. The, the, the Ken doll guy. Yeah, Ken doll. Yeah. I'm in agreement, though. I think season three uh, is setting up to be really interesting with Mando as like the reluctant leader of Mandalore. And being able to see Mandalore in live action, I think would, would be, be pretty cool. We've just never had it. Like, Because yeah. all we know is that the Empire allegedly like wipe them out at some point because Moff Gideon talks about it like the night of a thousand tears or something where mm-hmm. that's why they're living basically in exile and they're they're hiding themselves because yeah. and yeah. well there's also like who's Moff Gideon working for type of a thing and we yes. we don't know where the foundling clan is what foundling clan his Mando's Clan. Well, isn't he isn't he working for Thrawn? Oh, that's right. Yeah. See, wait, who's working for Thrawn? Not Gideon. Gideon. He was not. He was working on Project uh, Resurrection. Weren't they not going to him? Cinder. He was on Cinder. Moff Gideon. No, the 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 person who was working for him was the chick on. Yeah, the the planet because Ahsoka Ahsoka interrogates her, and that's right. Yeah, because Ahsoka's problem was is with Thrawn. No. Uh, Gideon's working on Project Which, Cinder. Uh, Thrawn! Uh, and that's the interesting thing is that people were, they were trying to figure out, is Gideon, are Gideon and Thrawn in the same faction? I don't actually think they are. I think, no. Thrawn, I think Thrawn is his own yeah. guy. Yes. And he's got, because I don't know that Thrawn, based on what we know about him, I don't know what him and Gideon would really... Thrawn mesh. would hate Gideon. Yeah. Because yeah. Thrawn is not a... Uh, He's not a punk ass bitch, like, yeah. Like Gideon, but he like Gideon doesn't respect cultures and people, and Thrawn does, right? And so, um, and also Thrawn is all about his society. Yeah, like he only joined the Empire to gain power. So he doesn't he care about the Empire at all. So he could care protect his people. Yeah. yeah. But what I'm excited about is when they're talking about the Ahsoka show, Rangers and Mando. They said it's going to culminate in a big event. Interesting, and I think that's gonna be that's gonna be thrown. I think it's thrown, yeah. And that, I think people were just uh, they were going crazy over the fact that we might get to see some kind of form of the Thrawn trilogy played out. And if Filoni is involved in it, if he freaking uses that that the asteroids like he does in the books, yes, that would be it'll be. 
Well, and, and when they brought Thrawn into Rebels, the first thing Filoni did was call Timothy Zahn. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he, they brought him in the consult. And if you watch Rebels and you watch Thrawn, he's basically exactly the same guy. Mm-hmm. They didn't change anything about him. Mm-hmm. And so it's... <clears throat> I'm excited. A lot of people speculated who's going to play him in live action. I don't think it will be anyone of like major note. I think they just bring in the voice actor. Yeah, but. Lars Mikkelsen. Yeah, I think he'd be perfect for him. He he already kind of looks like him, but yeah. Oh, there you go. Um, Especially if it's Filoni, because he brought in Sackoff yeah. to play. Before we end, we we have to talk briefly, at least, about Luke showing up, but. Oh, he shows up. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> he said briefly. Well, yeah. I mean, like, that's just such a special moment mm-hmm. where we, uh, we've we never seen badass Luke. That's just all, not something we've ever seen. I would say Luke at the beginning of Return of the Jedi is pretty badass. But compared to but, what we see. Yeah, we don't. He didn't get his hallway scene. It's, but it's it, the Rogue One, end of Rogue One moment, yeah, yeah, yeah. but on the Luke Skywalker side of things. Mm-hmm. And when Luke uh, when Luke was fighting at Jabba's on his barge, he wasn't Jedi Master Luke. No, no, no. I was just thinking when he enters the... Oh, yeah. And when he enters Jabba's It's past. very reminiscent. Yeah, and you're like... Oh. I just remember when he showed up, I was watching it with you guys, mm-hmm. and I didn't know. I luckily didn't have it spoiled, yeah. but when the X-Wing showed up, I think... I just stopped. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how I was going to react because I was like, I'd probably just be jumping up and down. But um, I beat my pants. Yeah, I did too. But, uh, <laughs> We've I all just, been there. I stopped, and I remember when they finally showed him with the green lightsaber. Yeah. I just like buried my face into my hands, <laughs> and I was like, "They're really doing this." Yeah, it was confirmation. Yeah, because like you're just like, oh, someone's coming. You're like, who could it be? Is it Ahsoka? Is this? Is that? It's and not then- Mace Windu. Star yeah. Wars fans. Uh, yeah, right. Mace is long gone, guys. He's dead. Uh, I'm tired. <laughs> that's my Sam, that's my Sam Jackson. Um, of, like when you say when the X-wing come, pulls in, you're like, oh, and, the, and the figure jumps out, and you're like, is it Luke? Is it Luke? Is it Luke? The entire yeah, yeah. time you're like, is it Luke? Oh, this person's badass. Is it Luke? Is it Luke? And then like reveal, and you're like, yeah, Luke. Like you just like, oh my goodness, it's just like, oh, it's so good. When they showed the green lightsaber, I just I kind of lost the green it. lightsaber and the black gloved hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then there's the shot where you see the hilt, and it's like it is Luke's mm-hmm. green lightsaber, and I was like, oh my gosh, it's it's really good. Which I learned recently that. Hamill was actually on set when they filmed those scenes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. to make sure, you know, that uh, they portray Luke accurately. <coughs> um, and I think Lucas was on set. For the Ahsoka yeah. episode. Yeah. yeah. Which is also great because he got to... And that's where the, the picture came out of him holding... Mm, baby Grogu. Grogu. Yeah. <laughs> and someone's like, this is your great, great, great grandpa. And <laughs> Lucas kind of looks at them like, not that old. <laughs> but, uh, oh, there was something else I was going to say and I can't remember. I really wish they'd stop CGI'ing and just cast somebody. Yeah, they need to cast Sebastian. If Stan only well. if there was, yeah, damn it. <laughs> I was going to say, if there, only there was someone that looked like young Mark Hamill. <laughs> yeah. Also, the first couple episodes of Falcon Winter Soldier, there's moments where when Sebastian Stan talks, I'm like, he sounds like Mark Hamill in that. Yeah, there's like little blips here and there, and I'm like, this is a no-brainer. Mm-hmm. But also the uh, final nail that I appreciated was did did you guys see Mark Hamill's tweet about Luke coming back, where he says um, he thanks um, Peyton Reed, the director of the final episode. He says for 
allowing me to reprise the role of Luke when he was still a symbol of hope and optimism. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. All right, Mandalorian. Yeah. yeah. All right, before we go, though, we got a game to play. Got oh. this game. I changed the name. It's now called Tip of the Tongue. Okay. Okay. Because the movie is, it's the tip of the tongue. It's the tip of my tongue. Tip of the, oh. Ooh, I'm aroused. <sighs> well, All right. I don't want so to call it that anymore. So this week's, uh, <laughs> this week's theme is Star Wars. Mm-hmm. All right. So basically, for this time, not only do you have to name the movie, you have to name the actor. Okay. That is associated with the Star Wars, right? With the so, Star Wars. The Star Wars. So the I got, only people who didn't watch the Star Wars the Star were the people Wars. in the Star Wars. So I got, I got easy mode Wars. to start. We have yeah. 10 movies of easy mode. of These actors are fairly well known when it comes to Star Wars universe. And then I got hard mode. Hard mode. We're not so known. Okay. As always, um, you simply just say your name, and mm-hmm. then you say the movie, and the actor, or the actor in the movie either works. If you guys collectively don't know what it is, I can go to IMDb and read the synopsis, well, not the, the just the introductory mm-hmm. thing, and then if you guys don't get it again, I win, and you owe me uh, $1,000. <laughs> All right, wow. here wow. we go. That's a lot of money. <laughs> game became really steep. Verbal, Do we get $1,000? This is a verbal game. No, you get nothing. Okay. Okay. The satisfaction of winning the you game. Get nothing. All right, here we go. First movie. I pity a fool who doesn't love when a plan comes together and watches this movie. Ben. Hey, team. Mm-hmm. And the actor is? What? <laughs> Mr. T? <laughs> oh, what a- I know. I know what actor is in that movie that is also in Star Wars? Ah, see, it's two parts. We talking about the OG A-team? Okay. How long does Ben have? I mean, just a little bit. A little bit. Andrew, Andrew knows. Andrew knows. Andrew knows. Oh, is it the is it the crazy guy? No. Ha- half point to Ben. Okay. Uh, Andrew, eighteen. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Oh my gosh. He's he's Hannibal. Yeah, See, Hannibal. I was thinking of the original eighteen. That's why. Like, that's when I I put in. I love when a plan comes together. I oh. forgot that he was in that. I had to put. I had to put a pity a fool because I needed you yeah. guys to get on okay. to eighteen. All right, here we go. You, me, you, me, you, me. I'm not sure when of which one of us is the real one or which one of us is the clone. So it's a movie. Star Wars actor. Which one of us is the clone? I feel like I know the movie, but I don't. I didn't see this movie, so I don't know if this actor is in the movie. Uh oh, uh, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Annihilation, Natalie Portman. No, oh. no, that's not bad. I, when you said clone, I was like, okay. I can give you the movie for a half point. Okay, go ahead, Andrew. Yeah, Gemini Man. No, oh. you get zero points. Zero Andrew. points. <laughs> ben. Yes. The sixth day. Which actor? It was sixth day. No, it's not. Oh. But I'm just wondering. <laughs> what actor? I, I don't know. All right, here we go. IMDb. A man living in a futuristic sterile colony begins to question his uh, circumscribed existence when his friend is chosen to go to the island. The last. Oh, Andrew, Andrew, day- Andrew, 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 Andrew. The island. Yeah. Uh, and the actor <laughs> is. McGregor. Oh. <laughs> Dang it. All right, here we go. It, it's just because he he doesn't meet his clone self until the I very know, end. But I know, <laughs> but And you don't know their clones until. Yeah, but the movie's about cloning. Yeah. Unless you watch the trailer. Yeah. It ruined everything. (laughs) All right, here we go. 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, O, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, should really guess the movie now. Kevin. Yeah. V for Vendetta, Natalie Portman. Boom. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, Natalie Portman. Really really good. <laughs> there we go. All right, here we go. It's so easy to guess this movie, you could say it's... Yep. It's so easy to guess this movie, you could say it's... If something's so easy, they refer to it as it's a piece of cake. What's another along the same lines? Simple. All right, well. (laughs) (laughs) I hate you guys. Benicio Del Toro. I am (laughs) GB. All right. Just say the Star Wars movie. Yeah, just say a Star Wars movie. Uh, a mother gives her 13-year-old son a toy doll for his birthday, unaware of its more sinister nature. Uh, b- b- <laughs> Your name is? <laughs> Andrew. Child's Play Mark Hamill. Child's yes. Play. Oh, man. It's so easy. It's Child's I, Play. I kept thinking Chucky. I blanked completely I was thinking blanked like on the name. Piece of cake, effortless, something. No, I got you. I got you. Here you go. I'm tired of all these damn communist Kevin. radical. Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> I'm tired of all these damn communist radicals on my goddamn plane. Uh, ben, Air Force One, Harrison Ford. Boom. Yeah. See, I was going to say. I was trying to think. I was like, I, I was going to say snakes on a plane, Sam Jackson. Yeah. But. Uh, all right, was, that's what he was trying you, to get. You, he was trying you, to get uh, you. You caught me. With, I took the bait. Oh. All right, here we go. Casper the Friendly Ghost is about to go all medieval on your ass if you don't guess this movie. <laughs> this one's a little bit of a stretch, but... It's a medieval ghost movie? So I'll help you. One actor is from Casper. The other actor is from going all medieval on your ass. So I'm, I'm taking two movies... With actors in them, they are in this movie together, and the one of the main actors is from Star Wars. <laughs> I thought of Always Sunny by accident because Charlie goes America on everyone's ass. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys know what the go medieval all on your ass is from? No, no. I'll give you a hint. It's Pulp Fiction. Okay. So, uh, character- Ben. Yes. Uh, Black Snake Moan. Uh, Sam Jackson. Yes, that oh. is correct. I never saw that movie. Christina Ricci. Yep. Oh. Yeah. There you go. Dang it. Here we go. Double whammy. That's right. There's two Star Wars actors in this movie, and I'm pretty sure they both die. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Bean. No. Oh. <laughs> uh, what? They both die. Double whammy. <laughs> Well, I mean, there's two yeah, Star Wars actors. That, so in that's the, movie. the clo- That's the clue we have. Yeah, it's a movie with two Star Wars actors, and I'm pretty sure they both die in this movie. One die. for sure dies. The other one, it's unknown. I don't know. Let me pull it up. Any guesses? 
See, there's so many at this point. There's been so many actors now that have been in Star Wars that I'm like flipping through in my mind. And yeah, because like, here's I'm doing sequel trilogy. Here's, here's Ben getting it immediately. Uh, ben, is it is it Annihilation with Natalie Portman and uh, Oh, that's oh, good oh guess. I know what it is. Ah, I know what it is. IMDb, a oh. young programmer selected. Uh, Participate. Ben, Ben, no, you're, Ben, you're, Ben, you're, 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 okay. We did it before with the I when he gave it. Yeah, IMDb. because we all guessed. Uh, <laughs> 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 Calm down, Kylo. Young this programmer. A young programmer selected to participate. Tip of the tongue to participate the in the ground, groundbreaking experiment in synthetic intelligence Shoot, by evaluating human the, qualities. Oh, oh, Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. Uh, Ex Machina. Yeah. And the two actors are. Uh, Dom, Dominic. General Hux, and yes. uh, Oscar Isaac. Yes, I haven't even seen the movie. Donald Gleason. Yeah. So Oscar Oscar Isaac gets stabbed. Yeah, okay. I know he dies, but I, I don't know if for sure if Domhnall Gleeson. <laughs> based on, she, well, she, he's, he's just locked in. Yeah, the she's locked and in. The nobody building. knows that. Ex- so he'll exactly. Die. So based that's on why uh, I said, based on his interviews for Rise of Skywalker, I think he wish he got stabbed in yeah. the sequel trilogy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Won't you take a step back from that ledge, my friend, and guess this movie? Uh, I know, I know, I know. I feel like I know the movie. Is the main actor in Star Wars? Yes. Oh, then I don't know the movie. It's I'm. Do you guys know the song? I do know. I I thought of the song first, but I don't know. And that song is. is in a movie that I know that. The main actor is not in a Star Wars see, movie. Let me see if I can, uh, <clears throat> without spoiling it. Uh, do any of you know the name of the song? No. Oh, well then, no help. <laughs> the name of the song is the name of the movie. Uh, would it be uh, too much if you told us which trilogy this actor was in? No, uh, that's, that's way for IMDb. Yeah, I can, yeah, let me do IMDb. Here we go. <clears throat> A teenager with teleportation abilities suddenly finds Andrew. himself. Jumper. Dang it! I was gonna say. And the actor uh, is Hayden, Hayden Christensen. Christensen. So the na- the third eye blind song is Jumper. <laughs> Jumper. I was thinking an older movie. There's a movie uh, in Yes Man that song is played to get a person from stopping from jumping off. Yep, gotcha. <laughs> I was like, <clears throat> that's a. All right, here we go. Oh, we ma wap, Andrew, Lion King, and James Earl Jones. Yes, that's oh, correct. Oh, man. All right, here we go. You guys ready for <laughs> hard mode? <laughs> Sing it along with you. Thanks, buddy. All right, so for this hard mode, I'm just going straight to IMDb Okay. for it. Okay, because the, the actors are not well known to be in Star Wars, so to add a little bit to it. So Wait, okay, never mind. What's up? I feel like I should like this one should be. I may have to pull a bin here and blank out words. Unfortunately, fair. After a car wreck on the winding blank renders a woman amnesiac, she and a perky Hollywood hopeful search for clues and answers across Los Angeles in a twisting venture beyond dreams and reality. Why was the winding blank? (laughs) It is part of the name. Yeah. It's the name of the movie. Uh, oh. Okay, now I gotta f- think of who was in that. 
I don't even know this movie is. Um, was she? What was she? I don't know if she is. It's okay. I'm looking for the he. Okay, it's a he. Ah, uh, I'll give I'll give a hint. I'll get a half point. Mulholland Drive. It's Mulholland Drive. I wouldn't. I don't know. I just know Naomi Watts is in it. Well, there you go. Now you know Justin Throw is in it. Oh. Justin Ooh. Throw plays Adam in Mulholland Drive, mm-hmm. and Justin Throw is the master original, code breaker. Original master code breaker yep. in the Last Jedi. He's the guy in the casino scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. I thought we were talking about actors from Star Wars movies. We are. <laughs> That's not a Star Wars. <laughs> oh my bad. You're right. How dare you? Minus one point for Anthony. <laughs> You're gonna love the rest of the ones. I'm oh giving God. You. Here we go. Sequel trilogy. A family serene beach vacation turns to chaos. When their blanks appear and began to terrorize them. Oh, I know the movie, but I'm trying to think. Is are any of I don't know of any of the actors that are in. Oh, uh, I don't know. Is it the actress? It is the actress. I don't know her name, but that's it's, fine. If you get the it's, movie, it's I, us. It's us, and it's Lupita and, Nyong'o. Yeah, because she's oh, she's Maz. Right. Oh yeah, remember Maz Kanata? <clears throat> yeah, hmm. I just didn't remember her name. Remember she when she was in a video game in episode eight? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> a great, uh, it's a great story for and, a different time. And then wasn't in episode nine like whatsoever. She was. Oh, was she? Yeah, I don't remember. She was hanging out at the base like oh, all the other side right, characters. Right. <laughs> you know, Sith Sith magic. You know, oh, that's right. Stuff, Palpatine stuff. Had an entire fleet underneath the water. Ice, Andrew. <clears throat> That's right. Sorry. Uh, unfortunately, uh, trying to pull up this movie is a little bit tougher. Yeah, All right, here we go. Yeah. Two English comic book geeks travel across the U.S. encountering an alien outside ben, Area 51. Ben Paul. Who's in Paul? <laughs> I just remember Paul. I do not remember it. I'm blowing on everybody from that movie because it was so dumb. <laughs> I don't even remember the movie, so you're. I mean, me. I know the first two, but I don't know if they're. I don't know. If, are they in Star Wars? Blurred them out. I mean, I don't even remember. Is Simon Who are Pegg, they? Is Simon uh, Pegg? Is, oh yeah, Simon Pegg. Pegg's oh, Pegg's 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 Simon Pegg is uh, the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's he's the guy. Oh, that's that, right. He's the junk, one quarter yeah. portion. Yeah. It's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Right. Oh, okay. good job, Andrew. That's funny. I completely blanked on anybody in that movie. <laughs> so right. so stupid. Here we go. <laughs> I love I love this one. Didn't know this actor was in Star Wars. Anyways, Great. in 2074, when the mob wants to get rid of someone, the target is sent back ben into the past. Looper. Uh. <laughs> Looper. Mm. Well, of course, somebody from Looper would be in it because it's yeah. Again, not a Star Wars movie. Do you want? Do you want a name, Ben? <laughs> I'm trying to. It's not Bruce Willis. No, no. Uh, do you know who it is? Uh, the three name. Who else was even? Oh, Kevin. Three Joseph, Joseph Gordon. Yeah. Love it. Was he in Star Wars? Yeah, he plays. He's in episode nine. He plays so slow win low. Who's yeah. an alien? Yeah. In in what? In the episode, background. In episode nine. <laughs> <sighs> These have all been sequel <laughs> trilogy. That's because <laughs> there there needs to be one, and I like 
I need this movie. Like to a pop movie up. with Graham off Tarkin. No, no, no. There needs to be a movie. I was, I was going to say there's a pop up, and I know it, and I know the actor, and I there's should, a couple deep. Cuts I should just, that... I should just say it and get points. All right, here no, we go. No, Andrew, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> here, here we go. At an Ar- Antarctic research site, the discovery of an alien craft ben. leads to the confrontation between graduate student Kate Lloyd and scientist Dr. Sander Why did you give Halverson. him? Why did you give him <laughs> the full? He would have gotten it. I know he already got it. So that's my thing. And the actor. Oh, is uh, Mary Elizabeth Winston? She's nope. not in Star Wars. As far as I know, yeah. Like, how could you know? Unless she plays some background character, like every other actor on the. No, this actor, you legitimately see his face and his interaction. I. I the problem like, is, is, I the, only know her, the protagonist guy. Wait, but here's the, the thing. Um, ah. Are we talking about the OG no, one? It, no, this, this is the, the new one. The, the new one. one. Okay, the I remake, haven't seen either which one. Is the so. prequel. Um, I don't even know who else is in it. It. It was. The main guy. Joel yeah. Edgerton. Joel Edgerton. He plays young Uncle Ben. That's true. Ah, that's right. Okay. I'll, okay, that was a good one. All right, here you go. I'm not reading the IMDb one. I'm just going to give you a one-word hint. Pixar. <laughs> There's so There's many, so many Pixar, Pixar movies. Pixar. I know. If only there was an actor that was in almost all the Pixar movies that was I'm going to do this, and it's Star going to be Wars. right, and you... Can't uh, incredible Samuel Jackson? No. Well, I got points. You can't. He's not in. I've no, already he's, done Sam Jackson. You didn't he's give the Sam Jackson's in almost every movie. Pixar. <laughs> no, I know. But this person is in. I, if to my knowledge, I'm pretty sure this person is in every Pixar movie. It's that that voice, uh, the the pig in Toy Story. It's that guy. Yeah. He's in one of the John stories. Ratzenberger. Yeah, John Ratzenberger. And he's in Empire Strikes Back. He's one mm. of the... Nice. There you go. Uh, Wait, he's one of the what? Willow and Warwick Davis. Yep. He's one of the what <clears throat> in Empire? He's one of the Hoth Troopers <laughs> in Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even know his That's, name. This is why so we didn't even, we didn't even say... We didn't even say a... a we didn't say a Pixar movie. Yeah, when you said and hard we didn't mode, even say I, his name. I was thinking like like Peter Cushing or something, not yeah. like some guy who's like. <laughs> Do you want me to? Can you name a Peter Cushing movie no. other than Star Wars? Yeah, that was my. <laughs> I needed to get people who are in movies that you could name. I was gonna. Uh, yeah. uh, Porkins, Batman. Oh, there you go. He's <laughs> all right. Final one. I write with you, Red name. Three. I know. <laughs> final one. Here it is. Uh. She must contend with a work colleague and a businessman who desire for extreme wealth sends the world down a path of destruction after an ancient artifact that grants wishes goes missing. Ben, what the hell? <laughs> Who's in that? I don't One, know. It's Wonder Woman. 84. <laughs> oh, I know then. Oh, Chris Pine? No. <laughs> what? Uh, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian. Oh, that's hey, not a Star Wars hey, movie. I know, but it, it was too good not it's to a do hard it. Mode. Uh, hard mode. Hard mode. Also, I totally forgot the plot of Wonder Woman 1984. <laughs> when he said wishes, I was like, oh, I know what I it was is. Like, I was like, I was trying to think of like weird 80s movies where like, because I think there's a, there's, which takes, it takes place in 84. It's true. I, this is true. It's true. 
There's like yeah. a movie Yeah, and it, with tell, it lets you know that multiple times. By the way, is there any Prince music in Wonder Woman 84? It's the worst movie ever. Never no. mind. Worst movie is ever. There? I don't think there's any. Prince. How do you hit? Never mind. Chocolate rain. It's <laughs> in purple. I was waiting for the. Uh, I was waiting for the Dracula drop. Christopher Lee. I was looking for Willow. So the Warwick up. Davis. I thought about doing the Warwick Davis one for sure, and then Christopher Lee was one I definitely was just like, I should do it, but I just. And then you were imagine. trying to think of other movies with Daisy Ridley in it, and you're like, uh, I did uh, originally. Originally, I was like, Murder All right. on the Orient Express. Oh yeah, that's a good point. And then that, but then I was movie. like, you know, who's Attack the best? The block. I'm, and then I was like, who's the best actor of the three? It's Oscar Isaac's. So I'm just gonna do an Oscar Isaac movie. And it just so happened that he's in two movies with two Star Wars actors. Right. And right. I already did Natalie Portman, so I chose the other movie that he was in with Fair. Domino Hall Gleason. Fair. So cool. Same director. There it is. Cool. Right. I kept yelling. <laughs> Same director. Yeah. <laughs> that was about to spontaneously combust. <laughs>